Welcome back to Hair of the Werewolf, a weekly supernatural and horror themed podcast. I'm Chase, and I'm here with Lily. Hey, guys. And each episode, we attempt to scare each other with research stories from around the world, and admittedly, a few that are out of this world. So take a seat, grab a drink, and join us for our first episode of October 2023. Fall is finally here. Woohoo! So. For any of you new listeners joining, I want to make sure you guys are aware that every October at Hair of the Werewolf, we watch a horror movie each night. And admittedly, we often watch more than that, but we create a calendar with a very specific movie picked for each of those nights. And we posted this calendar to our Instagram and to our Twitter, and I will forever keep calling it Twitter until it goes out of business, uh, <laughs> so that our listeners who are interested can join along with us. We like to hear your comments and anything you have to say about these movies. So we have one. We tend to watch others. So sometimes, like, if we have the first of a series, if me and Lily are feeling saucy, we will immediately fall by the sequel. That's our own, like, thing. But we figure most people even finding time for one movie a night can be a little bit daunting. But for us, it is a mission, and we hold to it. It's like... The best ride ever. (laughs) (laughs) So at the end of this episode, we're going to go in depth to what the calendar is for the month. And every episode we post out this October, we're going to, at the end of the episode, discuss the movies that we had watched since the last episode. And don't worry, we keep them at the end so that people who don't want any spoilers can avoid them. We try to go minimal on spoilers, but it's just going to happen. And if it's like an old movie, like from the 70s, we're going to spoil it. 70s beyond. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean... I. Let's be honest. If it's if it's more than 15 years old and you haven't seen it, which is totally <laughs> fine, it's probably going to have a lot of spoilers on our top. Yeah. But anyway, that's all stuff for the end of the episode because the reason you guys are here is for our stories. And we're going to get to them in just a second. And normally we would have jumped right in, but something very special happened yesterday for Ooh. Lily and she needs to talk about it. Okay, so I'm guessing you're referring to my amazing gift that is the advent calendar. Absolutely. Unless something else crazy (laughs) happened yesterday. Not a damn thing. I just realized a lot of people might have just started assuming things like, oh my God. I'm like, no, it's it's different. (laughs) I have no idea what you're thinking, but no, it's not whatever craziness. So my friend, one of my best friends ever on the planet, Lisa, she made me an advent calendar for October. By the way, if anyone had ever been curious and Googled it to buy one for themselves, they do not exist. It's not really a thing. It's I, not a thing. You Like Etsy probably does something like yeah, that. Yeah, but it's but, not like an officially made thing. Like right, the Christmas right. ones that are like 50 cents and have chocolate that even still makes you feel like it's ripped off. Or like, yeah, you can buy like the cardboard ones. You can buy ones like really fancy ones that are wood mm-hmm, mm-hmm. made. And that is my friend did. She made me a wood, tiny little cupboard. She made you a haunted house. Yeah, she made me a haunted house. With like skeletons and cobwebs in the ceiling and it has lights. Yes. And and she put like ceramic tiles on the top and (laughs) each day is like a creepy old cubby with like old spells written on them and everything. It's pretty fucking amazing. Uh, Way better than anything I could ever make in my entire life. Uh, Yeah, it's amazing. I'm going to be posting it so that everyone can have a very cute um, intro into my little weird witty cabinets. And so this morning I like, I've been up for just a little while and then Lily gets up and normally first thing she does apart from like, you know, saying good morning, giving me a kiss, like all that simple stuff. Usually the first thing she does is make breakfast. Mm -hmm. But this time she's like, I'm going to the calendar. And she ran straight to it. So you should tell her what you got yesterday and what you got today. So they okay. understand what's within it. Because it's not like filled with tiny little chocolates or anything like that. No. Well, so far, no candy, which is okay. Although. I have I, no idea what's in it. Maybe there is. I, I accept no candy for sure. 
But the first one was like a ring that was like a spider ring. Yeah, one of those like fun little plastic spider rings we loved as kids. Yeah, and then the second little cupboard had little washi tape. It's so washi tape I use because I bullet journal. Yeah, you have I love to clarify it. that because I didn't know what washi tape was until you started. It's kind this of like it's like tape but stickers. I, I it's weird. To yeah, describe. it's like stickers, but it comes in a roll of tape so you can cut yeah. it out as you want and it's, or use strips of it. Yeah, yeah, think of it as like tiny decorative tape for scrapbooking or bullet journaling that doesn't damage the paper it's yeah, like it it's kind of like like, like, a, like carpenter's tape yeah i think just as equally gentle I exactly should say. and anyway. this one had pumpkins on it it's like a yes, pumpkin themed one it's too tiny so it's pretty exciting they're like tiny little gifts but it's amazing it's one of the coolest things i've ever seen it is impressive as hell yeah i'm never going to be able to get a gift that good for lily so <laughs> lisa just ruined Everything. Well, actually, it makes my life easier since I can't beat that. Now I can start doing the crappy presents. There you go. Low bar. Low, Low bar. bar it now. Now, I'm sure all of you are like, where's the stories? I'm driving to work, and I don't need to hear about You're a crazy. little advent calendar. <laughs> Everyone needs to hear that. But okay, I, I get it. I get it. So my story for today is the old Shangi Hospital. Wait, can, Shangi? Can I see? Because I'm, I'm... Here's the thing. It sounds weird. Some people say Shangi. Okay. And some people say Shangi. Depending on the accent, because there was like a lot of British people doing documentaries on this, and you know I don't have a British accent, so who knows? All right, go. Let's go for it. Let's find out. Well, it's not Japanese, because I know sometimes you're very stickler about. No, I don't think it's Japanese. It, I all I could think of was our friend Sean when I heard no. Shaggy, and I was like, <laughs> and then their D is that kind of like that food. I said eat. it very slowly. And all I heard it's was like, like Sean and and I was like, all right, I don't understand what this is. That's why I was confused. Like, was it two words? Or, but apparently this is the name of something. It is one word. Okay. Yeah. But this is located in Singapore. Oh, okay. This hospital was built in 1935 by the British colonial government as part of their military base. During that time, it was part of the Kitchener Barracks, which is where the Royal Engineers of the British Army were located. It remained under British military until 1942 when it was seized by the Japanese troops and the building was converted as a holding area for prisoners of war. Already about to lead into a dark part of human history. But of course, because it won't be scary unless, I mean, you can't say like, it's like. Horrific things need to occur first. Yeah, I feel like it was cotton candy and everyone was having a good time. I'd be like, this is the worst horror story ever. <laughs> I don't know. Seems pretty tasty. Okay, so the Kempentai who were the military police for the Imperial Japanese Army from 1881 to 1945, uh, had a major role in what makes the building especially cursed. The responsibilities of the Kempantai included maintaining military discipline, arrest those that resisted, issued travel permits, recruit labor, espionage, distributed food and supplies, spread propaganda, and investigated crimes among soldiers, which is real fucking rich because <laughs> they were notorious for some of the worst war crimes ever committed. By World War II, there was about 35,000 personnel, vastly different from their original 349 elite men from when it was like first established. The Kempentai main claim to fame, I guess I would say, which is horrible to say, was their assistance with Unit 731, a.k.a. the Manchu Detachment 731, a.k.a. Kamo Detachment, a.k.a. Ishii Unit, whichever one you've ever heard of, they're apparently the same place, as I learned. What I find funny is you keep saying these AKAs, and oh. I've never heard of, but I've never heard of any of these. And I was like, haven't heard of it, AKA. Oh, wait. Nope. Haven't heard that. And I'm like, huh. But like, I saw a lot of places refer to it different ways. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm, 
unless you know, you know, but otherwise. Oh, yeah, we've run into those where it, like, also known as they list, like, seven things. And I was like, damn, can't they, like, can't people just, like, pick something? Yeah, like, I know nothing. (laughs) So I'm going to refer to it as Unit 731 because that's how I first heard of it. Uh, So it was a covert biological and chemical warfare research and development center that used human test subjects. Of course it did. Of course it did. Why wouldn't it? Some of these experiments included injections of various diseases, controlled dehydration. Oh, by the way, before I go into more uh, trigger warning, maybe, for a lot of people, if people don't like to hear horrifying things that humans do to each other. I think that's fair to say, but I, I, my mind immediately was preparing when you said human experimentation. I was like, oh, this is not going to be even It's going to get okay. really fucked up. It's going to get yeah. extra gross. Yes. As gross as the Russian one? Uh... Arguably just as gross or grosser. What episode was that? I don't know. It was, it wasn't that long ago. All right. Well, if you get, want to hear about creepy experimentation, that was a really good one. It's <laughs> cre- crazy Russian thing. It if was you look a, at our episode images, you'll, it's easy to know which one it is. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Right. They'll know. They'll know. Yeah. So controlled dehydration, biological weapon testing, altitude decompression chambers, testing, which means like they would compress and decompress different extreme at- atmospheric like uh, elevations. Different pressures. There you go. Barometric variance. As I was writing this, I'm like, I know the words, but I didn't bother looking it up. The only reason it's fresh in my mind is I just (laughs) recently played this 90s Discovery Channel game called Operation Weather Disaster. And it's like for kids. And I remember playing as a kid and I decided to finally play through it. And you had to deal with things like detecting barometric pressure. And I was like, oh yeah, I remember learning about this when I was a kid and it never became useful as an adult. (laughs) Right now it did. This is it. All of that training for this moment. This is the moment that we've all been waiting for. So now I can purge it from my brain and never think about (laughs) it again. I'm done. Yeah, goodbye. So other things are experimental surgeries, removal and transfer of healthy organs and amputation. These are just some of the few examples of the type of experiments performed on their victims, which did not just include soldiers. So this was common for the soldiers of war okay but they also moved on to women children and very often pregnant women from systematic rape that was ordered by staff within the facility so this was uh on purpose pregnant impregnation i'm not even going to go into That's it absolutely you know what i'm horrible. saying though right like this is the most horrifying thing i've ever said out loud on this podcast but and i'm hoping everyone who instituted this died painfully just saying you wish. I read a lot more about this. A lot of people were acquitted, so I'm just going to move on from that. It's horrifying. Now, I know it might sound like I completely went into another story. This is not what this podcast is about, but I really, really wanted to hammer in the atrocities committed by the Kempatai because it really helps, I don't know, just because this, this should not be taken lightly. Because Absolutely. Because the Kempatai also use Oshangi Hospital as a torture center, so it's the same kind of Was it really a hospital at that point? Well, no. I just call it a facility. <laughs> they use a lot of the same tools, but no, it wasn't to help anyone. Uh, but it wasn't just them that was there. There were people trying to get better, but like people on their side, if that makes sense. Like you want to help your own, but no one else. Okay. Now, after the building was surrendered by the Japanese, it was converted into the Royal Air Force and an additional building was added in the 1960s. Eventually, the British withdrew troops and Singapore gained their independence and the building went like through a number of transitions in the 70s. So it had like a ton of different names, most of which I don't think I can actually pronounce. Okay. The hospital also transitioned into serving the public and not just the military and their families. So that's kind of cool. And it was really regarded highly for their like modern technology and everything. So it was like a really so it good hospital. So turned itself around? It really did. And everyone talks about it like no 
was pretty fucking sweet hospital. It did stay open until 1997, but it closed because Changi Hospital or General Hospital opened, which is not too far from the original old Changi Hospital. And it's actually quite beautiful. I don't know. I, I looked at pictures outside of the new hospital. It looks really amazing. The new one. Yeah, the new one. Incredible. And the reason why they moved, it wasn't because they weren't doing a good job in the old hospital, but it was because they were like, we can make this better. I like that mindset. Yes, make it better. Make a hospital better. And so then they just abandoned the old one, didn't they? And it's super abandoned now. (laughs) Yeah, I bet that one doesn't look quite so beautiful. No, it's kind of gross. It's kind of dilapidated, very (laughs) concrete-y. I'm just imagining you go to it in the hospitals and you go, am I beautiful? You're like, no. No. no." (laughs) Holding up a gun to shoot it through the head. I'm just going to end this now. (laughs) Oh, my God. So I did look at plenty of pictures of the old Shaggy Hospital, and it was a I don't know, like, when you look at an old insane asylum here in the United States, it's actually quite similar layouts and everything. So it's just very concrete, long hallways, many corridors, things like that. You know. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, Typical. Typical. Over time, the abandoned building became a hotspot for vandalism, but also a popular place for seances and satanic rituals. I'm sure most of these kind of things were amateur attempts considering it. Okay, so like when you look at a lot of the pictures, there's a lot of pentagrams drawn on the floor and the walls along with symbols like 666, you know, like the classics. Oh, yeah. Maybe the occasional for a good time call. Something like that. Someone's like phone number, like a <laughs> revenge X phone yeah. number, unfortunately. But I would, I would be really honest. I don't know what these satanic symbols are or how meaningful they are because if any of them are effective are they effective because they're really common like are they common because they're effective or are they common because they're just like tropes from horror movies well everyone knows how to draw a pentagram i mean yeah that's why when we see a lot of horror movies and they have all these like what they call like diabolical or demonic symbol or satanic symbols they're always like really weird stuff you've never seen before and it looks mysterious and that, and that really works but you see a pentagram in fact it's so done now that like Every metal band has like a pentagram right. on their album, and you're like, it's so it's lost its meaning as a. I actually have a pow. dress with pentagrams all over it, so I'm like, I that mean, you now you wore to a wedding. <laughs> hey, by request, by request, okay. <laughs> yes, we're just like, I'm gonna do this. No, and no, like, no. You need to wear this dress. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think, I mean, what like sixth grader hasn't drawn a pentagram to be exactly. a, to be a punk, just to be rude in their math textbook exactly (laughs) exactly but i do want to actually make an episode about satanic rituals at some point just because i'm I'm very curious about it it didn't occur to me until now to Mm. be like is this normal or is this stupid i don't know we'll see we'll see now i have yet to find out who officially gives the title of most haunted but according to the articles i've read this week the old Changi Hospital is the most haunted place in Singapore. Mm. In case you didn't know that. I'm sure at some point in a future episode, you're <laughs> going to be like, this place is considered the most haunted place in Singapore. <laughs> Don't quote me. <laughs> <laughs> so here are some of the hauntings. All right. Screams are often heard. Mm. Shadowy human figures. A small boy staring intently at nothing in particular. Old man walking in the halls. Yes, this was from a list I found in an article. <laughs> Old man walking in halls. I couldn't stop laughing at that one. But I guess it's like common enough where people are like, no, like this happens a lot. I if wanna... you're in an abandoned place and you just see an old man walking around, that would that would make me That's feel so very because And also kind of sad if it's like a real old man or like ghost owned man. Either way, it's yeah, really either sad. Yeah, either way, it's sad. 
People who aren't brave enough or don't like jumping fences to explore inside can still approach the outer fence and take pictures. One cyclist that was just taking video from the outside caught a black figure that later vanished. It was captured during the daylight, and it does look pretty creepy because it was just one person standing in a window. Mm. It's weird that you can't really make out any details because, again, it was in the day. I don't know. Like, Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like there should be more because you can actually see through sure. other windows, and you can see pretty clearly inside. Not impossible that it's some random stranger in dark clothing dressed in front of it, but, but of still. Course. You can see the image online. In fact, it's one of the first images to pop up is when you Googled one? it. It actually is kind of cool. Right, I'm yeah, yeah. to see that. Now, this other one is a weird little story. While the place was operating as a military hospital, a nurse was responsible for a number of wounded soldiers. All died very suddenly and closely together. Mm-hmm. Death is, of course, not uncommon in a hospital, especially during a time of war. And especially this kind of hospital, apparently. <laughs> yeah. But under the circumstances... And the fact that it all happened in the care of one nurse. <laughs> like, welcome to the death dream. I mean, um, <laughs> I'm hospital. Sorry. People started to talk. The hospital denied any claim of her involvement, but the family members of the soldiers were not convinced. Mm-hmm. One family in particular was so outraged that they stormed in the hospital and murdered the nurse. Today, people see a woman in a nurse's uniform wandering and crying inside one of the old wards. A nurse is also seen carrying a crying baby that many people believe to be the same woman, but it's not verified. Interesting, because, like, it just sounds like a really bad place, and maybe the nurse was doing evil things, and maybe she wasn't. Who knows? But, like, them going and just killing her also sounds, like, horrible, too. And I was like, nothing about this is, this is all just, everything's bad. So she's, like, a ghost because she's tormented by being there, or she's cursed because she actually did commit Mm -hmm. these atrocities. I don't know. We, we guess, know one will ever Guess who's know. not going to go ask me? <laughs> yeah. For two reasons. One, because I'm scared of those kinds of places. But two, I don't speak whatever language she probably How would did. you know? Yeah. Because yeah. to be honest, I don't, I feel embarrassed to admit this. I don't know what language they speak in Singapore. Actually, English is pretty uh, prominent as uh, far as I understand. Oh. Malay, but I mean, maybe. But... I, I want to know what like the, the national language is. I just don't remember what it would be. Dang, um, I don't know. Yeah. Now I feel like an idiot. Yeah, I feel really dumb that I don't know that. But anyway. Well, you would think I would know since this is my story. Everyone out there who knows it is just like these guys rolling their eyes. They're angry. Like, I'm going to send them a message. We have now lost. Don't worry. I'm going to look it up on my I'm going to look on my phone in a minute. So and then I'll be like, oh, yeah, I should have known. Yeah, we should know. Yeah. Good job, Chase. Okay, so major haunted hotspots included the mortuary, the emergency center, operating theater, the secret tunnel underneath the hospital, and the bunkers that led to it. Allegedly, the tunnel has been since sealed, and no one has been inside it for decades. And lastly, the torture chamber. Okay, you said torture, but I heard tartar chamber. (laughs) Tartar sauce. (laughs) You know how much I love tartar sauce. (laughs) Torture chamber. (laughs) Here's the thing. Here's what's happening right now. My allergies are through the roof. I also just got back from a pub quiz, so I've had two beers, and... um. I'm also having a cherry Coke and vodka, whatever. And apparently now I'm thinking about tartar sauce, so. Now I'm hungry. Yeah, we haven't eaten in a while. Okay, so here's the thing. The torture chamber's location has been debated, but the existence of the room is strongly believed to be true. I mean, the history alone would lead to believe that there's multiple torture chambers, but there's a specific one that people keep talking about. This room has been described as being fairly small with narrow windows and walls aligned with thick chains and other restraints that were meant to be completely debilitating. You couldn't even move a muscle. Yeah. 
In the center of the room was a torture bed along with various attachments meant to inflict unimaginable pain. The evidence of that suffering are the blood stains left all over the walls and floor. As far as these stories are concerned, there's a lot of wishy-washy details, even if the location of some washy of these... Washi tape? Washi tape. Aww. <laughs> Pumpkins. Okay, sorry. Sorry, that was just a happy little thing to get us away from how horrible this place is. This is horrifying. So yeah, so location, it's uh, these haunted rooms. And for example, the tunnel, there was an article I read that believed some of these rumors of the secret tunnel came from a found footage movie called Haunted Shangi, where a group of filmmakers go into the hospital at night for a paranormal investigation. I haven't seen this movie yet, but in the article, it goes on to say that the crew ended up finding these secret tunnels. So it, it kind of it, furthers that legend. Is it a dramatization or is it this a documentary? No, this is just like a horror movie. Okay, so it's... Potentially full of fiction. Well, so supposed to be f- low. So the movie is fake. Yeah. Like, yeah. obviously, this has not happened to a people. Yeah. Kind of like Blair Witchy Project kind sure. of thing. It's also, yes, filmed in that same kind of style. Is it filmed actually there? Yes. Oh. Despite its potential inaccuracies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's a potential. Despite yeah. its obvious inaccuracies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the movie was filmed on location. So at the very least, you can see exclusive footage from the inside, which is pretty fucking cool. Might be worth a watch, despite it's 5.1, or like out of 10 on IMDb. That's not too bad for a horror. Like, it's on yeah. that borderline where I think it's more, when you're in that range, it's a per-person basis on whether or not you're going to like it. Right, because like, if you don't like found footage and it's a fiver, you probably won't like it. Yeah. But if it's like a found footage and it's an eighter, maybe. It's like Hell House. If you're into it, okay. you're into it. <laughs> Hell House LLC, yes. Hell House <laughs> LLC 3, go fuck yourself. What about two? Eh, I was <laughs> I was just hungover enough to not care. <laughs> okay, what a rave review! <laughs> Take I it was, from me. I was hungover enough that it doesn't get the straight up fuck you. It gets something in in between. All right, the okay. remote was really far. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't verify if this part is true, but while filming, cast and crew members had their own strange encounters. Unexplained noises and feeling uneasy were on top of that list. Mm-hmm. Filming for both was probably very challenging for them. I know it might sound like easier because you're like, oh, you're just going to be scared all the time. That's the whole point. But try to be scared and focused. Yeah. Awful. Oh, yeah. Cast and crew experienced hearing whispering, seeing shadowy figures, being touched, and in one account, someone saw a woman in black, which I think would be sufficient enough to scare the pants out of me. I mean, assuming it was obviously not part of the crew, you bet. I mean, I don't just walk around in giant black gowns, but maybe in a filming crew. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Also, if it wasn't already obvious, going to the hospital without a permit or a certified guide is illegal. Don't do it. There are cameras everywhere, and if you are as athletically challenged as I am, you will absolutely be caught. If you do get caught, the punishment can be as high as three months in jail, or if you're lucky... About 1,300 Singapore dollars, which is around 947 USD. I mean, it could be worse. It's very pricey. All the people in that hospital sure saw worse. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Another common experience among trespassers is hearing disturbing sounds that seem to follow, only to later realize that the sounds were actually hurting them away from the exit and deeper into the hospital. Mm. Fortunately, there haven't been any official missing reports, But I would also imagine that it would be difficult to know if someone was missing at the hospital if that person didn't want anyone to know that they were there. Yeah, if they snuck in. So how do you know 
There are yeah, exactly. It's like that guy in 127 hours. He didn't tell anyone where he was going. That's the first thing I thought. <laughs> and if he and if he hadn't had cut off his hand to save himself, it could have been a long time before people found him. If ever. If oh, ever. and they would have found him. I mean, I don't know. Hikers, for some reason, even though every time we're on a hiking trail, it's usually pretty empty. It's somehow full of hikers, and they always find That's each other. That's true. I'm yeah. sure. I don't think he he would have been found sometime after he died. But yeah. But uh, that would be horrifying. A small hotel used to be on the property that was converted from one of the barracks, but it closed down in 2020. There were also rumors years ago that the entire building was going to be renovated into a massive hotel, but this was like definitely not happening. Or no, sure. There's no development. There's no actual... These are rumors that people are very hopeful about because mm-hmm. for some reason, people want this to be a hotel. I read so That's many... Disgusting. I read a couple articles and they're like, no, this would be a great place, blah, blah, blah. No, but... Whoever Who owned a hotel it? that was known for a place of like I agree biological torture and everything. Ugh. I mean, I it's horrifying for sure, but I think it's just like rumors and people seem to believe them. Kinda but nothing like the has ever happened in the back in the nineties after Titanic came out. There were rumors that some company was going to build a new Titanic. You're like, this is the dumbest rumor. <laughs> you mean ever. like a replica? Yeah, they kept talking. Oh. It, like you'd hear about it, and I think might have even mentioned on the Oprah Winfrey show because she did this like huge Titanic episode. Don't ask me how I know. <laughs> I don't know. Don't, don't ask me how I, I know. I don't actually. I've never seen it, I should say. I have seen Oprah episodes, but never this No, one. I remember that episode. Um, I want to know now. She had Billy Zane on. <laughs> and that, he was actually pretty funny in it. He even uh, talked, like, he even had a little joke for her. He's like, yeah, they're making a sequel to Titanic. And, and she's like, really? He's like, yeah, it's about the making of Titanic. And critics agree it's riveting. And I was like, oh! And, then, like, Oprah really had this look on her face like she didn't get it. And I was oh. like, that was a good dad joke. <laughs> She's like riveting. Got it. <laughs> yeah. oh, anyway, cute. sorry. Go All back right. to the Hotel of Horrors. Hotel of Horrors. Well, it has been abandoned, but at this moment, absolutely no developments. But the building still is waiting for its sex victim. So if you want to go out there and check it out, you can go up to the gate. But that's it. Yeah. Follow the law, kids. Yes, yes. Follow the law, man. And if and you break the law, that's not our fault because we told you not to. But done. That's it's true. Just don't do anything. Yeah, that's our whole <laughs> don't break the law and blame a spiel. <laughs> it's very official. It's so official. Uh, but no, that's my story of the Shangi, the old Shangi hospital. I want to see the picture of the, you said it was a figure in black or was it that lady in black? That they, you oh, can see the picture of. Is it just a figure? Well, it could be the lady in black, but it, I, it's just a, it's a black shadowy figure in a faraway window. It's kind of behind a selfie. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to see it. Uh, maybe we can, well, if it's a selfie, then I can't use it as the episode image because I don't want to, that's not, no, it's not right to use other people's You can't do that. Yeah, it's no. not cool. I will be able to use the image from my upcoming story in our picture though, and it Ooh, is creepy. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, that was a good story. I liked it. That was I'm interesting. Glad. It, it, it was short, but sweet. Yeah, no, that's the way it should be. Yeah. So I'm going to do my story, but I'm going to take a quick break because I need to get some more water because I'm being I'm being an honest boy today. Aww. Um But Lily looks like she needs a refill too, so yep. we'll be back in just a second with my story. Okay, so I finally have my other cherry Coke and vodka drink, and <laughs> I think we're ready. So I'm kind of sad because in the middle of our table we have a – neon pineapple that I always turn on because mm-hmm. I'm all into it and Lily got it for me as a gift and the battery's totally dying so it looks really sad like it's it's wilting 
Yeah, we need to put new batteries in it, but I want to get every little bit of juice out of those batteries because I don't like spending money. <laughs> and that's how it's I am. So Especially because you use a lot of batteries for uh, this really cool display for Halloween when we do our Halloween decorations. That's she like does. once a year, and I, I take them out. No, I know, but I mean, those take a lot of batteries, and I was like, if I get every drop out of this, then I can get those ones when they get worn down and throw yeah, them Yeah, so hedge. I do this like floating candle thing, which I think everyone has seen now. And they look online. great. It looks yeah. amazing. I really like them. I remember hearing about it, and I was like, eh. And then when I saw it in person, I was like, okay, this was amazing. Duh. All right, so it's time for my story. Around 18 years ago... Archaeologists in Poland discovered a necropolis hidden unsuspectingly under a sunflower field on the side of a hill. Before being covered and lost to time, this necropolis, which was near the edge of the Polish village of Pien, assuming I'm pronouncing it correctly, probably not because I'm bad at this, was believed to be a haphazard and makeshift graveyard. According to a recent article in the New York Times, lead archaeologist on the excavation, Darius Polinski, asserts that the area was likely a burial ground for, quote, abandoned souls excluded by society, end quote. The graveyard location suggested that it was not part of a church or that it was considered sacred or hallowed ground at all. This would imply it was for extremely marginalized people or possibly for some other nefarious reasons. Over 100 graves have been discovered in the area since excavations began nearly 20 years ago. However... It's the most recent find that brought notable media attention. So I, I'm just going to say real quick, my mom's not into like the paranormal or macabre stuff, but she did find this article and she sent it to me, which oh. I think is great because when I read it, I was like, oh, this is cool. And I was like, yeah, this is going to be my story. So thank you, mom. <laughs> anyway, they recently unearthed the remains of a child who was estimated to be between five and seven years old at the time of their death. There were several unique characteristics of this child's burial that caused heads to turn, including my own. First was that a large triangular iron padlock was found attached to the child's <gasps> big toe. And to clarify, since this is a podcast and you can't see the images, this was a massive, sinister-looking lock that dwarfed the child's foot. Oh. This is this is no way... It can't be mistaken for like a little ornament or a little piece of jewelry. Sure. This was... This was meant to keep oh. this was this was a lock. This was this was bad. It was horrifying. And I thought my story was bad. In addition to that, one thing that becomes obvious when looking at the pictures is that the legs don't look like you would expect them to. And that is because the child was buried upside down. And by that oh. I mean face down in the grave, you know, cuz I could imagine like but what would be up I would, or what would be like where your head goes or your feet goes and all, he was upside down, like face down. Right, right. In right. the grave. And third, and equally horrifying, was that the child's body was mostly missing. In fact, oh. only the child's legs were found in the grave. Oh. It's like the legs of a child upside down with a giant lock on the toe. Okay. So there's so much about this that is bizarre. And if you're like me, your mind is racing with thoughts and theories, many of which are so horrible it makes my flesh crawl. But before you let your mind wander off, Polinsky has some answers. Or at least theories as to why the body was found in such a sad state. But to understand these explanations, we need a little historical contextualization. According to actual documents and recorded accounts, Poland in the 1700s had a problem with revenants. Or, to be more accurate, the people living in the region believed that revenants were not only everywhere, but were causing a fair number of problems. Now, there's a good chance 
that many of you aren't familiar with the term revenant. And apart from it being an absolutely awesome sounding word, a revenant is seen as a body or spirit that has come back from the dead. Depending on what region you are researching or even what specific person you're talking to, the specifics can range rather dramatically. The term, which is derived from the French word meaning returning, is itself likely derived from even more ancient concepts, one of which possibly being Draugr, creatures of Norse mythology described as reanimated bodies often found near cairns or burial mounds who are quite difficult to kill. In fact, I think what I read said conventional weapons don't work or or what I heard. Sure, yeah. In various Scandinavian folklore, revenants are described as undead childlike creatures that can only be removed by performing baptisms or similar burial rites. In most accounts, revenants are described as being similar to zombies, spirits or ghosts with a physical body, or, as it was in this region of Poland, a form of vampire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. Oh, my God. But calling it a vampire is problematic because of our modern interpretations of that particular monster. You know, we all know vampires, and, you know, we, we even have I debates. Know vampires. Yeah, but we even have this <laughs> debate where if there's a new vampire, we were like, oh, I wonder what weaknesses this particular writer or director has decided works yeah. on these ones. I want to meet the vampire who's like me, who's like allergic to everything. So he's like, <laughs> literally all the tropes affect me. Like the silver works, like silver. Yeah, that and everything else. Yeah. Hair. Garlic. Water. Right. Sunlight, no light. Yeah. Glow sticks. Like the nerdy <laughs> fucking vampire. I want to see that movie. So in this context, the vampire refers to an undead creature who torments and possibly feasts on the blood of the living at night only to return to their grave during the day. Vampires are a whole complicated thing and deserve an episode all their own, and I'm sure we'll do that in a future episode, so I'm not going to go too deep into that. But for the sake of this story, we are taking the regional medieval folklore interpretation of reanimated corpses that torment living people. The form that was once described in a 1674 account of a man who allegedly rose from his grave and attacked his family. When his grave was exhumed by authorities who were suspicious of this, Mm -hmm. they found that his body had not decomposed as it should have and that there was fresh blood all over the grave. Oh, That's pretty cool. But we need to get back to this child's grave. (laughs) Okay, of course we do. Polinsky suggests that the padlock on the toe would have been to keep the child limited to the grave saving his family and other villagers from the horrors of being haunted by the undead. People at the time would have been quite concerned at the prospect of revenants emerging from the grave at night, and this also seems to be the reason the child would have been buried upside down as well. According to records, this was surprisingly common in suspected vampire burials, as it was assumed that if they were upside down, they couldn't rise. It would instead resort to biting the ground beneath them. To me, this, yeah, right? <laughs> Sorry. Just, I mean, I was like, I'm just picturing a beaver for some reason. Okay. <laughs> or like a naked mole rat. So this also pushes to me the idea that these vampires were more zombie-like than we see them today because, you know, the assumption is a smart creature would be able to tell it's upside down and adjust that, whereas right. this just keeps biting forward. Which, it, which is what, like, what you were saying earlier, it, like, leans towards zombie, like, this kind of just... It's kind of lost some of its mental cognition right, yeah. and everything. But, you know, it also depends. Were they buried in castle or were they just buried in the dirt? Because even if they were buried just in dirt, I don't think it really would have mattered if you were upside down or right side up because getting out of that would have been really hard. But right. I don't think maybe to them they're like, well, they're only going to go and forward as long as and forward as down. 
like your physical capabilities are the same, then that means yeah, it's really hard to dig out of a grave. I mean, just yeah, yeah, it's easier with yeah. a casket because you at least have some room to maneuver at first. Right. But I have no idea. I I couldn't tell from these stories whether or not any of these people were buried in caskets or if they were just buried directly. And into I guess the it dirt. depends on how deep, I suppose. But yeah, absolutely. So Polinsky's theory that the people might have feared this child would be a revenant explains the lock and the upside down positioning. But why are most of his bones missing or the child's bones? I don't know if they even know the gender. Well, that's still a bit of a mystery. Polinsky says that it appears the grave would have been desecrated at some point after the burial and most of the bones would have been removed. Whether this was considerably after the burial or shortly after is unknown at this point, but it is apparent that the way the child was buried had very little decency or respect about it. So it could have easily been something that occurred soon after as a result of the burial. We don't know, and Polinsky doesn't offer any deep explanation. Mm. The big question I have is what was the specific reason for them fearing this particular child, and why would they become a revenant? Was it the means of the child's death? Was it their actions in life? Or was it their social status? Was the child buried in a ghetto necropolis because of this fear? Or was the fact that the child was buried there one of the causes for concern like the idea was a, a normal kid but then something bad happened to him like we got to put him here or was he like a poor kid and they're like you don't get to go in normal graveyards we're gonna put you here but since we're putting you here maybe right. that's gonna make you a revenant like it's kind of like who knows at this point we don't well, really I feel mean, like if anyone is shunned for any reason people are gonna be like oh there's something wrong with them absolutely i mean i can see that back in the day especially oh people rumors. still do that stuff today oh absolutely i'm just people it would be easier worst. without any other verifications the unsettling nature of this graveyard doesn't start and end with this particular child's burial either. Just last year in 2022, they uncovered the burial of a woman who dates back to the 17th century. Interestingly enough, this burial was only feet away from the child's burial we were just talking about. Mm. The circumstances of this woman's burial earned herself the nickname the Vampire of Pien. Oh. Unlike the child, this woman was buried on her back as one would normally expect. However, similar to the child, a large padlock was also found attached to her left big toe. Something Polinsky at the time also associated with an attempt by villagers to keep the woman from leaving her grave should she be reanimated. I like how it's just the toe. It's such an Yeah, interesting... the toe seems weird. Like, how does the toe work on this? Well, I want to know what the lore behind that was because uh, it's not like a a thick part of our body. But you can, if you get it at the base, the idea is your toe is thicker and I think it might have been the only thing these padlocks would have fit around. Oh, maybe. Instead of just chaining the bugs, like maybe they can get out of the chains, but if it's over the toe, like excluding decomposition, I don't know. <laughs> right. Or maybe there's something they felt about the toe. I don't know. You're right. I thought the toe was a little weird. I just, I'm just curious. Yeah. Interestingly enough, though, the woman was buried with a silk cap on her head, and this is unusual considering how expensive and rare an item like that would have been at the time, so archaeologists believe this suggests that at some point in her life she held a position of status or high regard. And that brings back the question I mentioned earlier about whether this lot was just for marginalized people or a place with bodies as they were worried that they would come back because something bad happened to the circumstances of their death. Mm -hmm. But if you think the silk cap is what makes this grave interesting, you would be wrong. No. It was the fact that a large sickle was placed around her neck, pinning the body to the ground. According to Polinsky, quote, Ugh. the sickle was not laid flat, but placed on the neck in such a way that if the deceased had tried to get up, it most likely the head would have been cut off or injured. Yeah. End quote. So when you see the picture, because you can see them excavating, the sickle's literally placed around the neck. The idea was if it tried to get up, it would cut so the head really off. So they're really like 
terrifying. She might come back yeah. and we need to fix this. Yeah. yeah. And it's a creepy photo because, and <gasps> I'm assuming you guys know what sickles, but if you don't, it's a farming tool that looks like a like a crescent moon blade. It was on the Soviet Union flag. They had yeah, a hammer yeah. and a sickle. It's 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 a dangerous weapon. It's meant to cut wheat and stuff like that. I was that. trying to fi- like find a reference. I'm like, how do you describe? A- well, I know what a sickle is, but I mean like a image, yeah. and that is literally probably where I got it from too. I don't know. <laughs> That's probably the only reason why I know it exists. So yeah, essentially, this blade was put over her neck to make sure that if her body moved, it was going to kill her even harder than she was already <laughs> dead. Trust me when I say the picture of the body's excavation is incredibly creepy looking. I'm going to try to use it in our episode image. If not, you should see it online. It's great. I was even surprised to find out that this isn't even an isolated incident. In 2015, similar excavations in Poland's northwestern village of Drowsko, Drowsko uncovered five skeletons buried in a similar manner. Were they ma- close together? Uh, they were all in just the same graveyard. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah, so two women in their 30s, a man of similar age, a teenage girl, and the fifth was a little bit more unique. This one I like. Mm. It was of a woman in her 50s, only the sickle wasn't placed around her neck. It was placed around her hips. And over her Ugh. throat was a large, heavy stone, and a coin had been placed in her mouth. Damn! Which apparently was a custom, and I'm not sure if it was to deal with vampires a custom or something you did with people buried. When I was reading this, a lot of other burials were noticing green around the jaw, suggesting that there was some sort of copper uh, uh, in their mouth so- at some point. I'm like 100% sure this is probably not related. But I do remember hearing, oh, no, it was over the eyes. I can't remember what. Oh, yeah, so the, the idea was you put coins over the eyes, and that was to pay the, the boatman toll. over the river Styx. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know about the mouth. Maybe the mouth thing's related. Maybe it's not. Maybe. It's still kind of spooky, though, the idea of, like, when you're killing someone, it's like, I'm putting a coin in the mouth. That's yeah. Just, it's just weird. It's just weird. So did Poland suffer through a period where revenants rose from the grave and tormented the living? Or did superstition get the best of them? Either way, they sure seemed to take it seriously and prepared accordingly. They even buried weapons to make sure that they stayed dead. Yikes. And that's my story. I fucking love that. It's so not specific, but it is specific. It's like about the archaeological side of How it, where you're like, why are we doing this evil? Yeah. And uh, I'm sure there are plenty of stories that can stem from this, including vampires, zombies, witches. Well, it could don't be you anything. just want to know who these people were in real life? Yes. Like, why, I want to know why the villagers were terrified. Were these people like really evil? Or is it like Salem witch trials where a woman was accused of being a witch because the husband was, or, or, or a man was upset because he was rejected and, and it just became fervent paranoia. Or like he wants to like court someone else and he's like, dang, how do I get rid of her? Or was this a woman? Witch. Yeah. yeah. Or was this a woman who actually was trying to do witchcraft, like grinding up babies? And you're like, yeah, we need to. You never know. You never know. <laughs> With how humans work, it really can sway one way or another. Absolutely. Yeah. But anyway, I thought this was a good little story. It's a little weird, but I was like all about it. And the picture, picture is amazing. Um, and That's I think exciting. finding bodies is a little different than hearing someone say, oh my God, I saw a ghost. And you're like, okay. That's terrifying. But then when you dig up a body where it looks like something really sinister was happening, you're like, ooh, that this actually happened. Someone actually died yeah. here. We have evidence. You just don't know why. So I think it's a different kind of creepy that I'm really into. <sighs> I really like that story, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's very Halloween, too. Yeah. It had, like, it really hit a lot of points, and I'm 
I'm ecstatic about I it. I feel like I need to learn a little bit more about Polish history because it sounds like there might be some pretty interesting stuff around the 1700s. And I think it's just like different enough where you're like, I have no idea. Yeah. I'm very- a lot of these weird traditions or like weird to us because you're right. Like the, the coin in the throat, we knew the coin in the eyes, but where mm-hmm. does that come from? I yeah. don't know why. And I'd say my knowledge of Poland fizzles out when we get before World War Two and World War One. Like I pretty much anything before the 20th century, I'm like, I don't know as much as I really should. <laughs> yeah. So what? Yeah. So I need to look into that stuff. But anyway, that's my story. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And now I think it is time that we are going to discuss the October film list. Spooky. <laughs> I hope you're ready. It is very spooky. Okay. So. This year is probably the one I've been most excited about in a long time because there are so many new films and the ones that we are familiar with are really tried and true classics. I mean, this list, we've always had good lists, but for some reason, this one just speaks to me. and I'm really excited about it. Lily's been doing this for, I'd say, about a decade now. I used to start making the images for you at my 2012 job. So that was uh, just about a decade ago. Since we've always been doing it, when we started the podcast, we decided to integrate it into the podcast, but it's very much her thing. She runs off and does the list. I, you know, she asks me for a thought uh, here or there or things, but it's very much her animal and we're all waiting. Even me, I'm waiting like you guys, (laughs) what's going to be the list? What's going to be the list? However, she usually says to me, give me one movie. And she's like, I'm not going to contest it. Give me one movie I'm going to put on every year. Yeah, I give you, I mean, I don't give you a movie. Oh, if, I, like, if I begged for things, she'd absolutely put them on without yeah, question. Yeah, like if you're but, like, I have a couple ideas. Of course I'm going to think about it. But, but there's always one that you're like, you get one that no matter yeah. what, it's going on. Like, I could honestly say I want to watch Steamboat Willie. And she'd be like, I don't think it's horror, but all right. It's the one. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one if you're going to waste it that way. Yeah. And in a lot of previous years, I've always picked Happy Death Day because it's one of my favorite horror films mm-hmm. of all time. But I feel like I can watch that anytime and we should maybe shake it up. So this year... I chose one of my favorite horror films. And you know, no, one of my favorite all-time films. And that's 1979's Alien by Ridley Scott starring Sigourney Weaver and a lot of other famous people. This movie launched- <laughs> And the rest. So- yeah, right. Well, I could go on. You know, it's got no, no, no. Bilbo Baggins and stuff. Anyway. I like how that's not even his name. <laughs> Ian Holm. Yeah, yeah. No. But uh, this movie launched so many careers. It launched a massive franchise and it arguably launched a genre. The science fiction horror, I'm not saying that stuff didn't exist before, but this kind of became the symbol of that genre. This was like the movie. And every sci-fi horror movie that's come back, this will always be related to this. Right. A new sci-fi horror movie, people are like, is it as good as Alien? <laughs> and this movie has also aged incredibly well. We have a lot of old movies that we love, but they feel very dated. This movie, apart from a few hairstyles, which aren't even that extreme at all, this movie has aged very well. It plays as well today as it did before we were Especially born within like the inner politics of the situation. Uh-huh. Yeah. It, it feels very good. And so I'm sure most people over the age of 35 have seen this movie or know enough about it and they've decided they don't want to see it. But I'm speaking to anyone who hasn't seen it, the people, a lot of people who are under that age, don't let the date fool you. This is one of the movies that you should really try to watch. I agree. It's good. Yeah. And it's, I love it too. I mean, and, obviously. And ignore anything that's happened with those movies in recent time, like all the Prometheuses and Covenants and all those sequels. Yikes. They don't matter. There's only two movies in this franchise that really matter. This one and the sequel from 85. Everything else, don't worry about it. These are their own thing. Yeah. But anyway, I think it's probably a good idea for us to go through each day and Lily's going to tell us 
whatever she thinks that we may need to know about each one. Maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's just the title. You know what? I actually did not prepare for this, so it's going to be... We're going to wing it. If we're always winging it. Well, I am anyway. But So yesterday, we watched... Because we are recording this on the second. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Just so for reference, we're recording on the second. Uh, yesterday would have been No One Will Save You, which is on Hulu. The Hulu original that just came out a couple weeks ago. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's brand new, and I hope you have Hulu, because I don't think you can actually watch it on anything else, as far as I'm... Yeah, as well, as Hulu I know. paid for it, so yeah, I don't right. think so. Yeah. I wouldn't think right now it would be available anywhere else. And so, <sighs> I fucking love this movie. It was But great. it's weird. Now, the funny thing is, and this is not a spoiler, because it was literally in the poster slash the whole point of the trailer is that it's about aliens. This is an aliens, like, Being abducted or that whatever. That whole kind of thing. Exactly. If that floats your boat, this you have to watch this. is one of the best to tackle the subject I've seen in a long time. Exactly. And I put it on the first because I was like, I want to watch a whole new movie, and this is one that I think is going to scare me. Turns out that I didn't realize or slash remember that Chase was not going to be at at the house that night. Yeah, I had to go over to my mom's house because I had to wake up at 4 a.m. to drive her to the airport. So I was like, I'm just going to stay over there at night so that I don't have to drive there at like wake up even earlier to drive there to save me time. So <laughs> Lily, who's particularly um, sensitive, terrified of extraterrestrials. <laughs> After we watched the movie, I'm like, all right, bye. I, I think I, I left like, yeah. within 10 minutes of the movie I know. finishing. I was like, oh, no. why did I do this? I did not mean to do this to myself. And I'm like, oh, no. So what I did, I cleaned the entire kitchen, and I reorganized my desk. And then all of a sudden, it was 4 a.m., and I'm like, maybe I should go to bed. <laughs> so I watched some Office and fell asleep. And I came home like two minutes after she fell asleep. Yeah, exactly. So, wow, that was a weird night. But for tonight, the second, we have the 1990 classic, Tremors. Yeah. If there isn't really a streaming service, as far as we can tell, you can rent it through Amazon Prime. Yeah, or if you already saw. own it. So we're going to probably rent it through Amazon Prime. Most of the ones on here, there is a streaming service, but a few of them are going to require a Prime rental for just a couple bucks. So. Or like, there's a lot of them here that services we don't have, like yeah. Paramount Plus. And I know a lot of people have that, so you guys are good, but for sure. here we are. And then the next one is Barbarian, which is on Tuesday. We have not seen this since the theater. And we saw we theaters. blown away. Yep. And I'm ready to see it again. And it's definitely streaming on Hulu. You can also rent it and whatnot. Yeah, because uh, this came out last year, right? I think it came out last year. And I, you brought me to it because we went to see it with our friends, mm-hmm. Tom and Alex. And you're like, hey, we're going to go see this movie, Barbarian. I had no idea what it was. I had never seen a trailer. I didn't even know it was a horror film. I thought it was some fantasy you film. You thought it was like name. Conan or something like that. Well, I thought it was some fantasy film because I know a lot of you guys like The Lord of the Rings and stuff like this. So I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I did not know it was a horror film until we were sitting in the theater and you guys mentioned it was a horror film. I did not know what to expect. It terrified me. It was great. So you guys should watch that. And then, oh, the classic in my heart. Zombievers. Yeah, on the fourth we have Zombievers. This one we have seen quite a few times. Uh, probably but it's like been a couple years. Probably like three times, at least four. Mm-hmm. But it has been many years now. It's I don't know four years. I don't think it's been on ever since Hair of the World came out. It hasn't been on. The I list. don't think so either. But and that can be seen on that's Prime free streaming and it's also on Tubi. This is a comedy and it's meant to be a comedy. Yeah, so, so go into it expecting it to be funny. The name is ridiculous and yes, I know you can be like if you don't like the name, you're not going to like the movie. That's not fucking true. <laughs> not even a little bit because I did not like the name and I watched it anyway and I love the movie. Yeah, I still don't like the name. But yeah. Yeah, I don't like the name. And then uh, Battle Royale, on that's on Thursday, and I know very little about it. All I know, it's like 
what Chase described to me one time. It's kind of like the Hunger Games slash more horror. Yeah, I can't. It's definitely a thriller. I've never seen it. I've wanted to see it, but it's been described. I don't know how true this is, but the idea was that Hunger Games was influenced by this. This is a much more serious one about this. It's about teenagers on an island killing each other. It's Japanese. It is subtitled. It is foreign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is considered a classic. I can't wait to see it. That's and it's been want. on our watch list for like three years. So yeah. it's time to get <laughs> knock that time. one out. It's time. And then, okay, this one's my fault. Well, not my fault. I have never seen Nosferatu. A lot of people haven't. Okay, so I now feel like time. everyone has seen it except me. Yeah, so this is an old movie. This is a silent horror film from way back in the day. If you don't think you can handle that, we totally understand, but this is going to be the weird one on here because this is the this oldest film. This is one film, of the weird ones, yeah. But it is considered one of the greatest horror films of all time. It is free on Tubi, so Tubi's the free streaming platform that I always promote. It's my favorite one. Uh, I think you can even see it on uh, YouTube. This is a movie in public domain. You can find it almost anywhere. Yeah. It is... It is not illegal to download. You can literally just have it. Yeah, I highly recommend it, but you got to be in the mindset for watching a silent film. Yeah, so. and I'm ready for it. And then on the 7th, we have Alien, which we just talked oh. about, so no need to do that. But yes, you can you can stream that one on Hulu if you don't own it. And by the way, I am going to just say this. This movie has an original and a director's cut. I do not recommend the director's cut. The director's cut's great if you've seen the movie and you know it by heart because then it's just fun extra stuff. It does not work as well as the original. Watch the theatrical cut. That's just is meant to show you more stuff, not because it's a better it's film. It's just for, like, funsies. Yeah. 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 Then on not the like eight- Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings extended cut. Or die. (laughs) On the 8th, Sunday, we have Land of the Dead, George A. Romero's Land of the Dead, which is on Peacock if you have it, Stars if you have it. We don't have either, so we're going to have to rent this one. Oh, yeah. We saw this one way back in college. I mean, I think it was literally like a year after it came out or something. And I don't even know, I don't even remember if it was good, but it's of the famous of the dead series, you know, Dawn of the Dead. Land of, well, this is Land of the Dead, so I just said that one. Uh, Night of the Living Dead, all of these of the dead movies. Yeah, but these are like the modern ones, because these are, not riffs, these are remakes of old ones. Well, this isn't a remake. This is a newer one. This was its own thing. Is it really just its own thing? Because I know Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead, there was the original and a remake. Joe J. Romero didn't do the remake. He did the original. This is in his, this is his line of movies. I see. I did not know that. And then the next one, which is on Monday the 9th, is Coherence. I've had so many people send me that we need videos. To watch it. Yeah, and they're like, you have to see this. You have to see this. Either you have to see this because it looks cool and I can't see it, or you have to see it and I've seen it. Depends on the recommendation. Yeah. Apparently, we have to see it. Yeah, and this so one's on it. accessible. This one's on Prime. It's on Tubi. It's on Peacock. It's, it's on free. Pluto. It's yeah. on everything. Yeah, you, you, this is going to be an easy to get one. It'll be nice. And then Tuesday, the 10th, Hereditary. So Chase has a problem with this one, and I'm not, I don't remember why. I can't remember because you don't like it or because. I love this movie. Oh, you do? Okay. It was very upsetting. And uh, okay. uh, the ending really makes me uncomfortable, like uncomfortable in my own skin. Oh. It's the kind of ending where I'm thinking about it. I can't get it out of my head, but I don't like that it's in my head, and I want it gone. This one is hard. It's only on Max, so we're going to have to rent it because we don't have Max. I loved it, but there were a lot of, like, disturbing images, mm-hmm. and not kind of in the supernatural way where, you're like, oh, you see a ghoul. You're like, ooh, I kind of feel the yeah. pain or, like, the distress in within the family. Yep. And, and, yeah, a lot of family drama things. Anyway, we're on to Wednesday, the 11th, which is Disturbia. Oh, yes. Now, that one I have not seen in probably in seven years. No, we saw one recently. We showed it to our niece, Olivia. 
No, we didn't. Did we not? Nope. All right, well, then we have to because yeah. she's going to love this. <laughs> uh, this is amazing. It's starring Shia LaBeouf. Love him or hate him doesn't matter. He's great in this movie. This is a riff on Rear Window. It is, to call it a teen movie is a disservice because it does have teenagers in it, but this is a straight-up adult horror film. It is fantastic. I don't have a single critique of this film. This movie should just be watched. I think it's just fun. I Yeah, Shia LaBeouf, which I'm a big fan when I was a kid. Well, kid. I still am. I know he's got weird things, but I like him as well, an actor. I haven't seen I a lot of anything. A human. Well, I haven't seen anything recent, so I'm not saying like he's a bad actor now. I just oh, yeah. I don't know him now. Now, Thursday the 12th is Incantation. Yeah, I don't know anything about this. I don't remember what country this is from. But it's it's very it's foreign. It's going to be subtitles. subtitled. All right. Netflix. I, I want to say <gasps> I want to say Korean, but I'm pretty sure I'm fucking wrong. Only cuz I or I think I'm getting it confused with the the one next week. But anyway, I got this as a recommendation. And it's like supposed to be pretty good, like really good. I'm pumped. And yeah, it's on Netflix. The thing that everyone at one point had, but now everyone's ditching it. So if you haven't ditched it yet, watch it before you ditch it. No, I think it was actually a Netflix original. Oh, well then that would make sense. Yeah. I think it's going to be like there forever. And then Friday the 13th on Friday the 13th. I don't think this movie would have made it because it was on last year, but it was because there's a Friday the 13th. We had to do it. I love this movie. Is it awful? Yes. But is it great? Yes. It's everything. I wasn't going to be mad that it was on it, but I'm also like, ah, oh, it's... We could have you, you we skipped do it, it for another year, but yeah, because of Friday the 13th. And I know we could have used a different Friday the 13th, but I do actually like the original. Yeah, the original is my favorite, but I guess yeah. I guess you could also, if you want to join, watch any of the ones that you like. And you'll be just serving it perfectly. Doing the doing the thing. Yeah. Uh, this one's on Max and Paramount Plus or Rental, obviously. Now, 14th, the 14th Saturday, this is a this is an interesting day. I call it the Redemption Day. <laughs> redemption for me, because I don't know what's wrong with me, maybe, but it's always highly regarded. Every single list that you might find online that says top 100 or top 20, I don't care how many numbers there are, it's always in the top 10 of best horror movies, and these are the ones that I just don't like. Well, we've only seen these but once, seen once. But we, you and me both didn't like these. And we decided it was time to give them another shot, be in a different headspace. And I'm older now. And give them, yeah, it's been years. Give them an honest second shot. I'm either going to be it. more mature about it or more bitter about it. We'll see what happens. Can be a little both. A little bit of everything. But they include... Babadook. Which you can see on Hulu. Pontypool. Which you can see on AMC or Rental. And Insidious which you can see on Max. It is also fair to note that different things scare different people. And I think what happens sometimes with these movies is it happens to be something that does scare a lot of people, but it just doesn't happen to flip that switch for me and Lily at the same time. Because there's a lot of movies that flip her switch and not mine. Which is why these movies are specifically here. There are a lot of movies that are popular that I don't like and vice versa, which is like... there's one with both of us. Right, which is both. And that's why we we have it on the list. Totally. Okay, so after... That, we have Sunday the 17th. 15th. Oh, 15th. Whoopsies. It's Freaks. This one kind of popped up out of nowhere for me. Okay, so I don't know anything about this movie. We should clarify because some of our listeners who are very well versed in film, like Andrew, we were talking about a 2018 film. Oh, yes. Not one from that I think was the 30s. It was a movie called Freaks about with circus, you know, bad term, but circus freaks is why, where it came from. Oh, because they, that's what it was about. And it was yeah, obviously... And- it was, Uncool, it, it was an unnerving yeah. film yeah. Uh, at the time. We're not talking about that movie. We're talking about a 2018 film that you can see on Tubi and Peacock, but I don't know anything about it. Yeah, so I'm not going to say a lot about it. It's okay. just, 
I got a little bit of X-Men out of it. Oh, so Where people with like weird abilities, kind of like witches or, well, I don't know about witches, but like something like that. And the government is not okay with it. Okay. That's all I know. I don't know. Now, Monday the 16th is Overlord. Mm. There's <laughs> Here's the thing. It's kind of a funny story, and it's not that funny, because this was apparently on a list in the past, and Chase said, we absolutely did see this. I don't remember. Howard, here's the funny thing. I remember us starting it, but we were drinking. We were having a lot of beer. This was years ago. We were probably talking, and then I passed out. Well, And I fell asleep, but you finished it, because I remember the next day, you told me it was good, and you said, Chase, we need to to watch it again so you can finish it. And I said, I'd like to, and we never did. Why do I not remember this? Because I saw the trailer, and I'm like, ooh, spooky. (laughs) Like, I've never seen this. But you can see on Pluto and Paramount Plus, and- Number 17, this one is probably the movie I've been recommended the most. Not just by the algorithms, but by people who I know, including, you know, one of my good friends who is very picky about movies. Ooh, who is he? Aaron. Ah, okay. He said, this movie is crazy. And it's okay. <laughs> and it's Midsummer, starring okay. Florence Pugh. You can see on Paramount Plus or Rental or something like that. I'm actually kind of weirded out that we haven't seen it because it has been on our list. Well, I don't mean like. Or movie list. I mean, it's been on our our watch list. Whatever. Yeah, are, there you yeah, go. On, on online, but yeah, no, I'm really excited to see it. I'm a huge fan of Florence Pugh. I haven't seen her in a movie where I didn't think she did a great job, so I'm pretty excited. Oh, yeah, about this. Totally. this is considered her like this is the performance that made her. Right. And so I'm pretty excited about that. Okay. Okay. So here's the next one. The 18th Deadstream. Here's what happened. <laughs> I don't know anything about this. <laughs> so I was trying to like find something that was more lighthearted. And this one kind of popped up on a few lists, actually. More importantly, it was a found footage, and you know I'm a sucker for them. So I'm like, ooh, I'll, I like them. I'll give it a shot. They, they're not a turnoff to me, but I don't seek them out either. Yeah, I'm a seeker. But more importantly, it was supposed to be more like lighthearted. It is supposed to be kind of creepy, but is 100% a comedy. And that's what people are trying to not drill into, but to make sure you understand that, because it's supposed to start out a little serious, a mm-hmm. little weird. It's about a guy who's a streamer who kind of lost his edge and is losing audience. So he's like, screw this. I'm going to do something really extreme and go to the most haunted place on the planet, apparently. And then shenanigans ensue. And that's all it is. I, I, I actually know nothing else past this. And okay, that sounds good. Yeah. So uh, on this, we said it's on Shudder, which is the horror streaming service. We've had a subscription of the past. And Are we going to do Shutter? I think we might do it when we get close to this because okay. the following day is another Shutter film. Oh, um, shoot, if we can right. rent both of these, we might do it. We'll find out how much it costs to pay for one month or to rent these two films, and we'll do right. whichever one is cheaper. Okay. Um, but yeah, so the one the next day on the 19th is, you have to pronounce it. Oh, Aterrados? Is it with a rolled R? like? Well, there's two, so you would roll it just a little bit. Aterrados. Which means terrified, right? Or that's at least the English no, release it, title. It means is, like to be terrified. Not to be confused with Terrifier. That's not on this list this month. Oh, I know. This year. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's this is a 2018 film. Yeah, so this one kind of, well, no, this one was actually on my radar for a long time. Yeah, and I never yeah. put it on a list. And I don't know why, actually. I think it's because it's subtitled and I'm always nervous putting yeah. things on subtitles on my list. And I already have quite a few, so I was like, Fuck it, I'm going to go with it. Well, and since I don't drink much anymore, uh, subtitles are a lot easier for me to do now. But this is also in Spanish, so I was like, I'm going to do it. Oh, yeah, because you can just do that. Oh, right, right, right. You're lucky, because most horror films in other languages, it's either Spanish well, or Korean. this is, like, the only one that's subtitled that I know. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it's just about a possession. So good luck. Nice. <laughs> and then next, the next day, the 20th, is Candyman, the original. 1992. She I... wrote on the list OG. Okay. Well, it's not on our list that we posted, but when I was writing it, I'm like, it's got to be the OG one, yeah. obviously. I loved this movie. I hadn't seen it in years. I've never seen it. That's why she put but it on But I have here. only seen it once. Mm. To the detriment and disappointment, probably to a couple of friends who are listening to right now, because it's probably their favorite movie. And I just, I want to put it on the list. I want you to see it for the first time. All I know and is And I want to see it again. All I know is bees. That's all I know. And I don't even know if that's integral. All I just know, I well, remember that trailers when I was a kid or I guess think about TV. it like where you see flies in a possession kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. But it's not like, instead of flies, they use bees kind no, of thing. totally. Well, and I recently saw a list where they but said- But there's a reason. I mean, I don't want to spoil nothing. Well, we'll find out. I'm excited. You'll see. But I saw a list that said best horror film of every year of the 90s. And I was curious, and they had, you know, very obvious ones like Misery and Silence of the Lambs. And then at 1992, they said Candyman. I was like, oh, wow, that's- Hell yeah. That means something. So now I'm even more excited, so. Hey, okay, good. And then the next day on the 21st is The Host. This one I never even heard of, but this was on one of, like- these massive lists that you kind sure. of come across and it intrigued me, which is so interesting because every time I look in these 100 lists, mm-hmm. only like one or two grab me because everyone's kind of different, right? Like it's, it's someone, or it's ones that you've seen it's someone's, times. or you've yeah. seen it and you agree and you're like, yes, yes, yes. But this one was the first one I had no idea anything about. It is a creature feature. Okay. And that's all you're going to... Oh, and well, it's foreign. So this is a Korean film. It's 2006. See? It's not to be confused with a movie apparently called Host. This is The Host. It's Korean. It's 2006. And it's available on HBO Max. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you're watching the right one. I'm, I don't know if the other one is good. I just... That's the one. Well, we saw list. Host. Did we? What was that? Yeah, it was kind of like... It, well, it's not found was footage. Was that the Zoom one? Yeah, it's like a Zoom one where they oh, do a seance. That was fine. It was whatevs. I'm not mad I saw it, but I'm never going to watch it again. Exactly. And the host looks way better. And I think I'm getting confused because this is the Korean one. Incantation, I actually don't know where that's from. So anyway, I don't want to. Either way, I can't speak the language. It's going to be subtitled. Now, the 22nd is Housebound. That is on Tubi. It's a British film, also foreign, but we speak English, so you might not need subtitles. I don't know. Yeah, and if the accents are thick, we got to bust If they are, then you're going yeah, yeah. to need them anyway. But it's just about this girl. It's actually quite close to Disturbia. And if nice. you watch Disturbia, you'll see why. Because she's like housebound. You get it, right? Yeah, I get it. Now, the 23rd is Black Coat's Daughter. Which you can see on Max. I love that movie. Classic film. And doesn't star, um, what's her name? Julie Roberts' niece or whatever, right? Oh, shoot. Yeah, that's her. But Emma I was thinking Roberts of the other girl. Whatever. Were Ooh. you thinking of uh, Ethan Hawke's daughter? Dang it. Yeah, they yeah. have they have a very similar pretty kind of face. But she's so much... Uh, but they're very so, different people. Well, one is a lot younger, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I think it's Emma Roberts, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think um, you're right, actually. This movie has one of my favorite scenes in a horror film. We'll talk about it when we discuss it later, so you guys have seen it. I'm not going to say it now if you guys haven't seen it, but one of my favorite shots in a horror film was in this movie. It was really good. Terrifying. So... Does it involve a furnace? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I love that movie. Okay. So the 24th is Idle Hands. We have talked about this plenty on this podcast. I don't think it's on to. every year. It's going to be on every year. Because it's, I I would say it is probably my favorite comedy horror of all time. And, and that's a tough list, It man. really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now the 26th. Here Ooh, it goes. That's on Tubi, by the way, real quick. Anyway, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Now we go to the Oh, 25th. no, no, 2025th. Sorry. <laughs> I get excited. Population 436. Here's the thing. 
<laughs> yeah, this one needs some explanation. <laughs> I don't know. All I know is what she's told me, this and I was like, all right. Just like Deadstream, it's either going to be the best or the worst. I'm pretty sure this one's going to be the worst. Um, It's very cheesy. It's a very early 2000s. I remember that. In fact, it might actually be like 2002 or something weird like that. And no, I, 2006. Yes, I remembered. Anyway, it's about a community and the population is always 436. No more, no less. And this guy who is the mean guy in Clueless who leaves Cher at the parking lot. And wrong turn. And he's in wrong turn, yeah. He goes in because he's like uh, part of the consensus guy survey dude he's trying to get a gauge into yeah, what's everyone doing measure the population all there that. you go and he's starting to find some weird things about this town that's all i know but the most important part is that fred durst <laughs> it's in that movie he plays a cop of all things and this might be the reason it sucks because it's fred durst no and- i mean you don't know <laughs> if that's why it sucks it it was it's not like he wrote it you know he's just in it but he was cast in it <laughs> Whatever, it's awesome. I don't know. When I was in high school, Limp Biscuit was a thing, so I'm more prepared. But people who don't know, I think know, it's because I grew up hating Limp Biscuit, as um, many of us did. No, a lot of people like it. Oh yeah, no, true, true, but true. But well, obviously, well, how, why would they be popular? But I was not a fan. It wasn't a universally loved band. I remember. That I would, from high I school. would easily see a movie that starred. I'm trying to think of someone I hate. Drake. That one. <laughs> Like, I'm not a fan of Drake. I know. We probably lost like a dozen listeners right now. But if he's in a movie, I'm going to want to watch it. And I know he was in Degrassi, but that's different. That was before he was a rapper. Now, on the 26th, it is going to be Talk To Me, which is currently in theaters. However, rumor has it that it's going to be streaming on the 26th, which is why I put it on there. Yeah, and it's going to leave theaters probably within the next week. Uh, so you could see it now ahead of time if you guys want. If it doesn't go to stream by then, we'll probably mention on a later episode yeah, a yeah, replacement yeah. film. But yeah, that one should be rental, just like the last one, Population 436. Those That's like, another rental. Right now, you can technically buy it for like 20 bucks, and you're not going to do that, of course. Yeah, no. But it's going to be streaming, so you can probably rent it for like $5 later. That's the hope. Yeah. The 27th is going to be Halloween. OG. Now, that one is one of my favorite horror movies. That's on every year. Won't ever not it be. It won't change. And then 28th. Well, that's that's apparently on something called Fubo, which I've never heard of before. I think it's supposed to be free. That's why I put it on there. But I am believing a lot of our a lot of our listeners, that's probably one of the few horror movies they might own. Like I, think that's, I hope so. That's such a classic that I'm pretty sure. I like choose to believe they own it. Of everything like, on this list, this is the one I think is that would be the most owned. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say yes. Now, the 28th is Us, and that is a... Is that the Jordan Peele? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's one of his. It's like the second one or is third the, one. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember the order right now. I, it's my favorite of his, hands down. Yeah, I'm really excited because I, you know, I I think I might not have seen it. I don't think you... Actually, you... I remember you seeing it and telling me that I needed to I'm see it. I'm pretty sure you didn't see it with me. Yeah. If I recall. But I saw it like j- as soon as it was streamable, I saw it. I've liked every other one of his movies, so. Yeah. Pretty excited for you to watch it. 
The 29th is Evil Dead 2. Okay, now I'm the one who was really pushing for this one because we talked the other day because we had just seen the new Evil Dead, which we loved. And then you also just recently rewatched like the one that was like from like 2012, 2013, whatever it was called. Yeah. And you were like, oh yeah, I liked it more than the first time. And I was thought that was great. And then we were talking about the Evil Deads and it kind of became apparent to me that there's a chance you never saw the Evil Dead 2. You saw the original Evil Dead. Yep. You saw Army of Darkness. And I was like, well, that's weird because Evil Dead 2 is kind of a remake of the first Evil Dead. It's not actually a sequel. And it's amazing. And it's a classic. And I was like, we got to do this. So this is a 1987. And then I saw the trailers. And I'm like, yep, I saw the first one. It's wacky. And I saw Army of Darkness probably like 100 times. Yeah. And Army of Darkness is a direct sequel to Evil Dead 2. So that might be a night where we do two in a row. And this one is on Tubi for free right now. Hopefully it won't leave by the 29th. But yeah. Yeah. If you love Bruce Campbell, and we all should, <laughs> this is. We must honor. This was the movie that led to Sam Raimi making Spider-Man. So. Yeah. Yeah. The whole Marvel Universe owes itself to the Evil Dead, too. I'm true, just saying. True, Now, on Monday, it's the 30th, and it's Hocus Pocus. And I put it on there. I don't usually ever put on things that are, like, over-sugary, Cody, like this. But I remember getting a angry text from my sister one year, and she says, I cannot believe you don't have Hocus Pocus. And you know what? She's right, because I watch it anyway. Oh, we watch it every for year. For October, and I'm like, screw it. I'm going to put it on on the list. It is along with the movie we're about to list as the best examples of personifying Halloween culture that we loved as kids. Yeah. To the big screen. That one you can see on both Hulu and Disney Plus, which is lucky. It's not just on one. Yes, thank God. It's great. We did not put the sequel. We were talking to someone earlier today and they said, oh, there's no Hocus Pocus 2. If you want to watch the second one, please go for it. It's streaming on Disney Plus only. I heard a lot of people liked it. A lot of people liked it, and that's cool. It wasn't for me, but, you know, best time to watch it is back to back. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, the first one, classic movie. I saw it as a kid, loved it as a kid, had the VHS, watched the heck out of it with my sister. (laughs) This movie is a classic. It's one of my favorite Halloween films of all time. And it's an inner joke for my sister and I there in the beginning. But past that, the 31st, it's going to be Trick or Treat. That, I don't know if that's ever going to change for me. It might one year, it might not. But currently, for the foreseeable future, it's going to be Trick or Treat. And it is the perfect Halloween movie. Not saying perfect horror film, perfect Halloween movie. Because like yeah, Hocus yeah, Pocus, yeah. it embodies the thing, but it's a little more mature, a little bit more adult. But this describes what we all feel in our hearts Halloween is supposed <laughs> to look like and feel like and be like. And it does it as a little a movie. more violent. But, but yeah, yeah, no, exactly. But you know, you see a million kids running down the streets, which doesn't happen these days. And everyone's all decorating, and everything's crazy. And even everyone, adults dress up, which yeah, doesn't necessarily and happen. Parades for yeah. it and everything like the way it wants to be. The closest we ever got to this was when we went to Salem near Halloween, and that was the closest we got, and it was absolutely amazing. This movie, this this if it's not on the list, something's wrong. Yeah, and it's it's absolutely something's amazy. awry. And it's supposed I, to be streaming on AMC. Yeah, so it is on AMC, but we own it. We've owned it for and you many can years. Rent it, I yeah, think, you can rent it. Oh Amazon. no, you can absolutely rent it. That so, I do know. Yeah. So you're not going to be forced to miss it because I don't know anyone <laughs> who has AMC subscription. We have a lot of friends who are subscribed to everything, and that's awesome. I'm jealous, but I don't know anyone who has the AMC. I don't know either. I'm sure but it's an add-on really, to like Hulu or something. I don't really talk shop or you know streaming with a lot of friends on a regular basis. I have no idea. So if any of our friends have the AMC app, you know, come over and hang out on those yeah, days. Yeah, just and uh, let me know. Just log in for us. Give me a <laughs> secret, and then I'll yeah. be able to go in. It's not account sharing if you log out when you leave. 
then we're just. <laughs> it was theirs, and they yeah, have the right. You're just bringing it with you. Yeah. That's all you're doing. Yeah, so that's that's this year's movie list. The You can absolutely see it on our Instagram and our Twitter accounts. Really easy to see. We hope you guys want to join along with us. Once again, at the end of each episode this month, we're going to discuss briefly at the end of each episode all of the movies we have seen previously. It's pretty awesome. A lot of people like hearing what we have to say, and a lot of people are like, nope, I came here for the stories. I'm out. Either way. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I mean, this is fine. That's why we put it at the end. (laughs) Yeah. To cater to all people. I do not discriminate. I think that's a good choice because sometimes like people want to just do their own thing. They're like, listen. All right. So I have a question for you. Oh my God. Why? You know, I'm going to have to say it at the end of the month. I was going to say if you, if people only watch one movie from this list, what would it be? But we have to wait till the end because there's so many we haven't seen. I was going to say. It's not fair. So at the end of the month, I'm going to ask you if someone only watches one film from this entire list for this year, not of all time. Just like if they said, pick one from the list to watch. You'll have to decide at the end. And you have to ask me too, and we'll find out. Oh, and also the one you no one should watch. Oh, okay. <laughs> the so worst. I have to wait all month to tell you it's trick or treat. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I don't know yet. Yeah. But I think that concludes this week's episode. Absolutely. And if you are like me, you're probably having a cozy drink. And if you're not like me, you're probably driving to work and you're having coffee, which is great. Also cozy gr- also amazing. And if you have any questions or comments, please let us know at hotwpodcast at gmail.com, especially if you have a story suggestion. We are going to have a listener story this month, and we have quite a few submissions, but if you still want to take one in, and we'll probably maybe add it, I don't know. Either way, submit one. We'd love it. If it doesn't make it this year, it's absolutely going to make it next year, or we'll have a bonus one. We're not sure yet. And for our longtime listeners who are driving, cruising, chilling, whatever, schmoozing, have a safe day. Have a wonderful week. And I hope you're already enjoying October as much as I am. And for those of you who are drinking a little too much today or have to work and you're going to be over that day, remember the best cure for a hangover is fear. Bye. Bye.